2: So how's the cooking going now that we broke it all down? Pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. A little more comfortable, a little more organized, put together. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. All right. Do you still feel like you need some suggestions? Always. Okay, because that's what this podcast is all about. It's season two and we're tackling the holidays. Here we go. I'm Candace Conley. I'm Natalia Banjak. And this is Not a Single Fork, another podcast about food and cooking. Yeah, but we're going to keep it real. Has come and gone. How was yours? I'm still recovering. <laughs> what did <laughs> you was, do?
3: Well, it, I have to tell you. So I dressed up. I thought about you. And I haven't even told you this yet because okay, I dressed up and I had this long wig on. When I went over to some friend's house. It was very low key Halloween party, adult, very adulty. But I drank a lot of gin because <laughs> that's also what I do. And they have a ping pong table. Oh no. And so I play ping pong very similar to how I play terrible tennis. As in, it's a very active game. Um, you continuously play the ball, whether it's hit the wall, the ceiling, the floor, a person, no rules, no rules, just fucking hit the ball back. Yep. And I had a long black wig on and it was spinning around my head. And <laughs> I couldn't see a damn thing. And it made me think of you and the story that you told about Marin, but it was pretty funny. How was your Halloween?
2: It was very quiet. Was it? Yeah, I you know every well, the neighborhood I live in, the houses are close together mm-hmm. cuz they're relatively small. They're like little cottage houses. And so I always expect, and I know mean it has happened. It has happened. I expect many trick or treaters. Well, you have a lot of kids in your neighborhood. A lot of a lot of kids, and they um, in the neighborhood association will put out signs of you know go down this street because there are people giving out candy or whatever. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like a garage sale I, I, Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, they're go more, this way for they, candy. They look okay, you know. It's not like it's, it's not just like a like, creepy like, person put out a sign yeah, it's like here, come, come here, on, little kid. kids. Um, <laughs> No, Um, but it was cold and I had three trick-or-treaters. Oh. And I now have a shit ton of candy.
3: You had a bunch of candy
2: last year you had to bring to the kitchen. Well, and it rained last year. Yeah. So I thought, okay, well, it's just cold this year. It's just cold. Year. It wasn't windy or anything. When when I was a kid, we went out no matter what. That's because we're tough. Nobody's tough
3: anymore. <laughs>
2: they don't raise kids to be tough anymore. <laughs> they did say, the kids that did come, though, they, they were smaller kids with parents, and they did say, thank you. They did say trick or treat when I opened the door Very nice. and you know how I, my, my psychologist side comes out yes. and they say, th- there was one kid that was just standing there and I said, happy Halloween. And he said, happy Halloween. And I said, and what else do you say? <laughs> Oh, trick-or-treat. Yeah. <laughs> so I had a I had a little teaching moment there. You know how of course I, ca- you did. I, I can't help myself yes. with the teaching moments. So, so Halloween's
3: gone. Now what? Now what are we gearing up for?
2: Da 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 Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving.
3: So that you guys know we're gonna have two episodes on Thanksgiving. Yes. This one is gonna be like a preliminary ish planning that kind of stuff and the next one we'll get more into the nitty-gritty of it and Right. cooking
2: well we'll get more into the planning for cooking and starting the cooking and leftovers and that sort of thing mm-hmm. in the next episode but this episode is kind of getting you ready so so that you've got everything in place to start the cooking and i want you to know We try to give you the best possible advice we can come up with. So I look at tons and tons of planning guides and all kinds of information to boil it down because, but I'm, and I guess my point is. We're not reinventing the fucking wheel here, guys. We are giving you information, frankly, that is it's out there, but it's everywhere, and it's all over the place, and that makes it hard to deal with. Well, and also, you know, as we
3: find often, and even you and I are very different, so what works for us... I know, shocking. What works for us doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for you, so these are just, these are ideas and plans that help us. We hope they help you. Give them a go. You don't know until you do it
2: right and there's a lot and that was another thing I was going to say is I have all these things that that rummage around in my head and so I have to look at kind of what other people do and say oh yeah I do that too and so let me write that down Mm -hmm. so this is just kind of a culmination Mm -hmm. of all of that of of the two of us and everything that we read in the entire world because now like for instance The Thanksgiving magazines are coming out, or the the food magazines, that it's their Thanksgiving issue. Right. And uh, talk about lose your mind. Uh Uh-huh. So, we don't want you to lose your mind. We want, again, um, stress-free. But if you like those, uh,
3: first of all, magazines are so fucking expensive. Oh, Yeah. I picked one up the other day at the store, and I was like, uh, no thank you, $15, I'll get on the internet. Like, what? Well,
2: and that's why, uh, you know, honestly, I I have subscriptions, because it does lower the price, but damn. I know, and it's so sad, because I do like,
3: I like sitting down, looking through a magazine, looking at the pictures, reading about things. You do learn new recipes that way. Yeah. Things you haven't thought about, things that you think, oh, let's try that, that might not be
2: bad. So... Yeah. So, so we're trying to take all that out of your life and that part of the stress um, of trying to pull together a plan, and we're just gonna talk you through the kinds of things that we do and that we suggest that you do. Yeah. And we were talking before this episode,
3: I think in the show notes last episode, Yeah. you put in a link for a calendar. So if you guys are that kind of person, I'm not that kind of person. Candace is. Candace will print off a calendar, write shit down. She'll do the research. I, I don't, this is why we work well together. <laughs> yeah, because,
2: imagine that.
3: Because we love and accept each other for who we are and that we fill the other person's Void, I guess. Um, we're, yin, we're yin and yang. We are yin and yang. Yeah. And so it's okay to find that person. And maybe you do need a teammate when it comes to something like this.
2: Because it's a big project.
3: Yeah. Whether that's your family or, or a friend or... I mean, sometimes it's more fun with a friend. But, yeah. um, you know, if you've got <laughs> a fun family or in-laws or people get along with their in-laws, apparently. What? And I know apparently oh, yeah. some people do or sister whatever kids you know whatever you want to get involved in that um
2: get some help it's okay to ask for help yeah yeah for sure and and a lot of times uh, you come up with brainstorming is a great i love brainstorming you know you can also some people kind of call it a, a brain dump that you just think about everything. I know it sounds disgusting, but it's the truth. You get everything out of your brain. You just vomit. And you, yes. Ideas, more more yeah. or less. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there's no, and you don't, uh, uh, do any kind of judging. It's just all judge free zone. It's, it's totally judge free, which judge-free. We, we love that too. So one of those things that you probably need to start thinking about is what? kind of party do you want to have? Do you want to have a sit down? Do you want to have a buffet? Do you want to have, you know... Well, let's back up even more. Okay. Are you
3: having it at your house? Well, that's, are a, that's the Are you going somewhere else? Do you have to take something? Do you... Are you one of the lucky people that gets to show up at somebody else's house empty-handed and just hang out and eat
2: and drink and then go home? You must at least bring a bottle of wine. Take something. Take something. <laughs> Please take sure. something with you. Or get there early and help that person right or help do the dishes afterwards if you're not bringing anything right yeah Yeah, there's lots of things you can do so so think about are are you having the party or somebody else having the party and that sort of thing and then how many people are we dealing with right and if you're taking we'll talk about
3: this uh just quickly but if you're taking something to a party think about the logistics of getting it to that place um you could think oh like i'm gonna like I think maybe I've had this thought years ago Okay when I was stupid <laughs> I can't wait Oh, well, I'm gonna bake a cake What? Fuck up my entire kitchen Stress myself out before I even get to where I'm going And then I go to get in the car and think Well, what the fuck am I gonna put this cake in? I'm just going to carry it in my hand. Like, I don't have a cake box. I don't ever make cake. Here's a
2: handful of
3: cake. Yeah, sorry, it fell on the floor in the car on the way here, but here's the fucking cake I made for you. But, like, think about the logistics. Soup, liquids, they're hard to transport. Um, Appetizers are usually easy. Sometimes um, you kind of pre-make, maybe if it's like um, an appetizer that you can put together there. And you just take everything and then just throw it on a plate there. You know, take everything separately. Right. Sometimes that's easier. Right. So think about logistics for travel. Um, I think that's just a quickie. But if you're having it at your house, there's a lot more.
2: Well, many it. more logistics than that. Many, many more. I mean, do you, are you going to have a classic? kind of traditional thanksgiving that like uh, family style and family style and but then but by that i also mean you have traditional foods Uh and you don't branch out or are you the kind of family or friends giving or what because i love the idea of friends i do frankly yeah um we should do that we should do that yeah Why haven't we thought of that before? I don't know.
3: Thank you, everybody. Okay. Thanks for being here and having us come up with a great idea. You're the best. You're the
2: best, yeah. Um, But, uh, you know, I I got to the point where I was so tired of the same old shit over and over again. No matter... Sometimes it tasted delicious. Sometimes we had a lot of family members that couldn't cook. Right. But then they would still make this, I don't know, like... um, the, the, the dressing, the cornbread dressing, that was always, that was legendary in our family. If you couldn't make cornbread dressing, you needed to stay home, basically. But my, one of my aunts could not make corn, I mean, she made cornbread dressing. Okay, let's first of all say she did make it. Every year. Every year. And it, if, and, and we would go to her house, so she had to make the dressing, and it tasted like nothing, Did anybody eat it? Well, yeah, of course. Everybody, you know, because what are you going to do?
3: Well, have you ever had that, though, too, where it's like you think you have to make a specific dish because it's a specific holiday or event or whatever. And you put it on the table every year and nobody eats it because nobody really likes it.
2: You know, I, frankly...
3: (laughs) (laughs) And you always think you have to make it, but then nobody, everyone's like, oh, I don't really... Like, you sit down to eat, and you're like, oh, have some, and they're like, oh, I don't really like that. And they're like, oh, I don't like that either, and I don't like... And you're like, what the fuck? I thought I had to make these. Well, I don't
2: think I've ever had that
3: happen. You don't have... The point is, you don't (laughs) have to make that stuff. You can make whatever you want, and you can do a spin on it, you can do...
2: You can do Asian food if you want. Well, I frankly, I started doing shrimp cocktails with um, a Thai dipping sauce for an app. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so that, you know, there was something different. But this is that the point where you go, okay, so we're going to have everybody f- try at least one new recipe or something like that. But you then you're at the point now where you've got to say, okay, let's gather recipes, especially if you're – and this is another idea I like, is that, like, you're doing – you're having the party at your house. Okay, you gather the recipes that you think sound great and kind of like dinner clubs that I've I've been in, in the past you hand out the recipes and say here I want you to make this Ooh, for that, Thanksgiving. I think that's perfect because it's so much easier than like for me anyway when someone's like oh make whatever you want and bring it. I'm like oh what the what? Well what does be, that mean? You have done the job of putting the whole Organizational structure of your menu together, so you have proteins and you have menu planning. Well, it's but it's beyond that. Okay. So you have your proteins, you have your carbs, you have your veggies, you have your desserts. You've got it all organized, Mm -hmm. and then no one really has to worry about oh well maybe there's going to be too many carbs right everybody
3: doesn't just show up with mashed potatoes correct right so there's a logistics and there's a plan
2: i like that. and i like
3: structure like if you're going to hand me something and say because here's the thing when someone says make whatever you want whatever you like what i like (laughs) you're not gonna like so if you give me a piece of paper and it says hey like i'd really love for you to bring this can you make this and bring this sure that's easy it it really it's is. Easy. It simplifies it for everybody. Yeah. So so I, so I highly idea.
2: recommend that yeah. if you're in charge, and if you're even if you're not in charge, you know you might make that suggestion um, to whoever is uh, doing the whole
3: program. Well, and I think that's part of the holiday issue as well as that there's too many people in charge, typically in a family well situation.
2: Uh, I I would be inclined to agree. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So 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 there's that all all that part. Book your therapy sessions now. Yes. <laughs> Call your therapist. It's <laughs> just like the holidays for the food industry. The therapists are, the business is booming. Yes. So you got your recipes and you're ready to go. In that respect, you know you've got that all good put together. Right. But then. You have to look at what, how you're going to go about producing these things. And so is there cooking gear, not just food, but things that you use to make that dish? Because you only make that dish once a year. You might only make it once a year. Do you have what you need to make it? Like, do you have a dish big enough to make the turkey? Right. If you're going to make a turkey turkey roaster. Is that what it is? Yeah. There's a turkey roaster. It's a thing. Yeah, it is a thing. See, I don't ever do the turkey. I have two. Okay. So if (laughs) I can borrow one. one, (laughs) You can borrow one of mine because my mother insisted on having the correct turkey roaster. And that's a whole other story. Um, So get uh, get online. Ask people to borrow things. Things like uh, maybe like a, a potato ricer. Some oh, people yeah. like to do their potatoes that their way. Their mashed potatoes. Their that mashed way. potatoes. Yeah, you know, so uh, or an instant pot well, or it, the it, new air fryer.
3: Oh yeah, air fryers are nice. They're little. They don't do many many batches at a time, but they are good. But yeah, because you're not gonna, you don't usually think about these dishes that you feel like you have to have, but once a
2: year. And don't think about that the day before you need to make it. Right. Because stress. That's hello. Part of stress. Stress.
3: Hello. Stress,
2: stress. Hello. <laughs> so, think about what the thing about those things. So, you've got food, but you've also got the way that you have to make the food. Think about your general serving plan, whether it's going to be family style, sit down. Do you have enough chairs? Behind. Do you have enough do you have a, a table? Whip
3: out a fold-out table. Have some... If It doesn't have to be a formal.
2: No. You just need somewhere to put their butts. Because you know how much we love appetizers. Oh my so God. I just like to, for at least a portion of our program, I like to stand around with a cocktail or glass of wine and just graze. Yes, for hours. Yeah, I could just do that. I could that. just do that.
3: Just do Frankly, that. we do that at my, at my family's house. We do a lot of that um, because the cooking's still going on, and we play games, and we eat and snack, and honestly, by the time the turkey comes around, we don't want it. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> we still eat it, but, you know. In addition to that, especially if you got grazers, I think, you better make sure you have plenty of plates yes. of, all of the sizes that you need. You yep. don't have to have every single size in the world. And they don't all have to have turkeys on them. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to change your bed sheets when people are coming
3: out. You don't have to put the turkey bed sheets on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or the turkey t- hand towels <laughs> in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, make sure that you have plenty of plates. And and I'm okay with, especially if you're having a large party, get some sturdy either plastic or paper plates. they make
3: some good looking ones they don't look cheap and trashy no. they don't look picnic-y anymore like you can get a decent looking and they don't fall apart like they used to and yeah and then your cleanup because you've got to think logistically of your entire party like your cleanup is set up and clean up is the headache always the hardest part? The cooking, the, the the eating, and the drinking—it's not hard. Those take care of themselves. Yeah, you're pretty pretty content doing those things, but the setup and the cleanup is where the stress comes in, I think. Yeah. You know, especially when you have a lot of people at your house that you don't normally have.
2: Yeah. And thinking through all the places like because, you know, obviously we do a lot of catering and that sort of thing. And so when you're setting out, let's say you're doing a buffet. Okay. So set your plates at the beginning of the line. Yes. But wait until the end of the line to set your flatware Yeah. And your napkins, unless you've already got your table set and you want people to just take their plate and go sit down. Because,
3: you know, that's one thing. And anybody that's been to a cocktail party or event or anything, you run out of hands. Yeah. So just grab a plate, put some food on it. You don't need your silverware until you're done. You don't need to hold it the entire time. No. And then you have one hand. It's like people
2: are going to steal it or something. Yeah. No.
3: (laughs) (laughs) are going to steal your plastic silverware.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You got to also think about, you know, you don't want to just an old, um, uh- <laughs> like a piece of board okay, sitting there. With, well, and if you, you have just, a
3: piece of board, we can make it look good. Yeah. Like we so, can make a rustic shake. Yeah.
2: How do you do that? Then you got a plan for that. Well, you
3: know? and you know, there's a lot of like we talked about last episode, I think like we talked about a lot of um, food as your centerpieces or, you know, always flowers. Um, think about also what you have in your yard. Like I, I know that a pile of leaves on your table is going to look weird, but if it's arranged correctly, if you put some candles in between them if you've got some of those gourds left you know it can look nice and folly like go outside look around um i look at what greenery i have left um some things stay green it's not necessarily flowering you know but i can cut that and put it in a vase and it looks pretty just make it look fun and inviting because that doesn't mean you have to spend a lot of money no no because we're not about that either
2: no so hello backyard Uh huh. hello dollar store Yeah. yeah we're all about that so you get your your whole theme uh in mind your what you're going to cook not only uh what you're going to cook for grown-ups but also what you're going to cook for kids because that may not necessarily be the same thing right
3: or if it is going to be the same thing you've got to figure out that middle ground like a mac and cheese You know,
2: or whatever that everyone's going to eat. Yeah. Well, which which also makes me think of, you know, when you're setting tables and things, Mm -hmm. are you going to have a kid's table? Right. Which I personally like to sit at myself. You like to sit at the kid's table? Well, if I fit. (laughs) Conversation is typically much more entertaining than the adult table, especially after you've had a few drinks. All of us oh, yeah. after and a few more drinks, talk to the kids and like poke them,
3: and they're like, "Oh, yeah, it's crazy old yeah. Candace. Yeah, it's drunk Aunt Candace <laughs> at our
2: kids' table again. I wonder what she's gonna ask." Here then. she comes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've, we've thought all this through, believe it or not, and, uh, and in a fun way. This is, this is a fun way of, you know, getting yourself organized for Thanksgiving. So you've done all that. You know what your recipes are. Now it's time to think about buying things. Yes. So if you're one of those people that has to have a turkey... And a lot of people don't like turkey; they want to have something else, but like a ham, if, a ham, uh, prime rib, Ooh. that kind of thing. So it's time to. Um, we're getting close enough now. What we're like two and a half, almost three weeks out. If you if you're going to get an organic or some kind of naturally grown turkey, you probably better order it. What are you smiling about? Did it naturally grow it, no. on a tree? <laughs> well, <laughs> versus, you know, uh, mass produced. Right, like We've a happy
3: one, a, like a free range. A one.
2: happy turkey. Yeah. 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 A happy
3: turkey. Yeah.
2: Gobble, gobble, gobble. gobble. <laughs>
3: It just sounded so funny. Also, I was looking through a magazine the other day and there was a bra, a sports bra, and it said free range bra. And I was like, what the fuck does this mean? <laughs> like, did it live a happy life before it became holding your it's, boobs? It's, like,
2: I don't know. Uh, it lets them be free. It lets them be
3: free? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. Anyway, so we've got all the boobs figured out. Yeah. And the turkeys. But
2: order your turkey. Um, you can do it online. It's like any kind of exotic ingredient or exotic cooking gear or Another Hello, Amazon. Yeah. Can you help me out yeah. here? Well, and any dry goods or canned goods, if you're going to use something to
3: make something, um, any booze, like we talked about this last time. Like yeah. this is stuff you can actually start thinking about now. And you think, oh shit, well, I've got three weeks. I've got plenty of time. You guys know as well as I do. You've got jobs. You've got family. You've got dogs. You've got a house. You've got other shit, you've got to keep up kids kids um keep you've got other things you have to keep alive um by thanksgiving so if you have you know you get off work and you think well i guess i could go to the liquor store and get you know and keep it in a box and throw it in your closet like you don't have to put it you know it doesn't have to be
2: it doesn't um, have to be out taking up space somewhere but but the thing is is that before you you know, do your massive shopping and, and you're probably going to have to do shopping more than once. And at different places. At different places, particularly where we live, you have to, you can't go just one spot and get everything that you need. But like now you'll, you'll think about getting your non perishable stuff, right. like pantry item right. type things. And, um, and, and divide that list up in what you need now, and what you'll need later. So, Go to your pantry or your cupboard or whatever you call it. And you need to kind of, uh, you know, me and my checklist. I love my checklist. So look at your recipes versus... Um, all the ingredients on your recipes versus the what you things that have. you already have, mm-hmm. because who needs to? You know, if you already have, I don't know, uh, ten pounds of flour, you probably don't need to buy another ten pounds of flour,
3: right? And a lot of times, it's what we end up doing because we don't check beforehand.
2: Yeah, so it's it's not a necessarily a fun task to do, but it's something you know if you're if you're uh, if you have a little extra time on the weekend, uh, go through your pantry, and then you can also declutter. Yeah. Yes. The pantry. Because you're going to need space. Because you will need space. Yeah. And that's something else,
3: too, in the moment, you need to think about, like, your refrigerator space. Um, you probably don't need to think about that now because you're not cooking. But keep that in mind uh, at least a couple days before Thanksgiving. Eat the leftovers.
2: Get rid of shit that's in there. Consolidate. Yeah. And you don't... don't. Much. Well, here's one thing that I think people do also is don't start a new huge cooking project the week before right, Thanksgiving, before, yeah. where you have like I don't know ten gallons of some kind of soup, right? That you can't, that, you You're know. like What do I do with it? Yeah, yeah, really, and and there is no room for anything else. So so try not to do a project like that where you you want to shoot yourself yeah, because like, it's oh, more okay, stress. Where does it go? Yeah,
3: and just like anything else, guys, the more you do ahead of
2: time, the easier the day of is. Yeah, we can, really can't emphasize that enough because that's where the stress comes from—is to not when you're not planning at all and you just kind of let it all flow over you. And, and the problem is it doesn't all flow over you. It drowns you. Well, and like I said, don't get me wrong. We have stressful jobs. We have stressful
3: lives. But maybe maybe now, gearing up for the holidays, when you go to bed and you do your nighttime thing, let's say you go to bed and you read a book or something, go to bed and read a Thanksgiving magazine or go to bed and make a little list of things that you might be thinking about and just keep it by your nightstand. You know, I do a lot of thinking the minute I lay down, because that's <laughs> what you're supposed to do. Yeah, because your brain
2: goes, "Oh, wait oh, a minute, you forgot this."
3: <laughs> Just get a little um, notepad and a pencil, and put it in your put it on your nightstand and jot stuff down. Um, or when you get home, sometimes you come home and have a glass of wine and watch some TV. But maybe you come home and have a glass of wine and make a list of shit. Yeah,
2: and then go buy your gear, your special gear, or borrow it, or call a friend. Or call a friend. Or and it then- has two turkey pans. Roasters. Excuse turkey me. roasters I with can't. lids, by the way. Jesus. Yeah. And then get your non perishables and um, you're ready to rock and roll. And you know, we've we've mentioned a couple of times and in we don't have little kids right now. I don't think this one is ever going to have any kids. Nope. But I have yet. dogs. She does have a lot of dogs. Oh well, oh. I have two. For fuck's well, sake. Well, I know, but it's not like a farm. What well, kind of? Oh, okay. You But you have other people's dogs sometimes too, I and do. it does seem like a farm. I agree. But um, we had, we were lucky enough to be able to talk. To one of our local bloggers. To our first little interview. Our first little interview. And we're going to share that with you in just a few minutes. And she's going to talk about her kids and what ideas she has to share with you. Her name is Daisy Owens. And her blog is My Stir Crazy Kitchen. And she is coming up right now. little bit of something different today yeah something we haven't done before yeah and we're really excited about it we have a studio guest Ooh. she's a blogger here in town she has my stir crazy kitchen and her name is Daisy Owens and we're so glad you're here welcome
1: thank Daisy you. thank you I'm so excited to be here tell us a little bit about yourself Okay, I'm originally from Kingfisher, Oklahoma. I moved to Tulsa after college in about 2005. I've been here pretty much ever since. I had a quick two-year hiatus in Oklahoma City, but always knew I'd be back here, and now I call Tulsa home. Originally, I'm a CPA, a number cruncher. Wow, I didn't know that. Did you know that? No, I had no idea. Yes, I... Do you miss it? I love it, yes. Yeah? Okay. I still get into Excel for everything I need, you know planning trips, planning vacations, Mm. all that. I do in Excel so I can get my numbers in. (laughs) Um, Big nerd over here. But then now I get to stay home and have my blog. So how did you get started doing a blog? It actually did start when I lived in Oklahoma City for those two years and I think what really got it was I missed cooking for my friends in Tulsa and so I thought if I started a blog it was like the brand new thing 10 years ago I could share the recipes that I was enjoying in the city but still share with them in Tulsa and so I did start so it.
3: even when you were a CPA in Tulsa you would have like people over dinner you would parties do dinner parties all yes. the
1: time yeah yeah okay I love to entertain and so anytime I could have a night off even if I was working crazy hours, I would make sure I had a girl's night once a week or once every and two weeks. And everyone would, like, come to you and mm-hmm. you cook? Cook and I'd make them bring booze or bring a salad or an yeah. appetizer, and I still yeah. do that to this day. If my husband's going out of town, I'm like, okay, ladies' night, everybody over, kind of organize everything. at I love nice. it. So how did you start? Did
2: you start writing on like? Did you use WordPress or what? A typewriter. What, what was yeah, the original? <laughs> no, it was oh, a no one has a typewriter. The original of, was okay. a pencil. She's too, she's too young. She doesn't even know what a typewriter what is. I was just gonna
1: say I'm not that old. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe I am. Um, was it Blogger or something like that yeah. back in the day? But mm-hmm. now I use WordPress. Okay. I have some help. Technical help, and we use WordPress. Is
3: that what they show on, like Julie and Julia, where she does that, like blogging in the beginning, and mm-hmm. it's all super like rustic? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <That's laughs> only word Julie, I can think that's exactly of. It is. Okay, <laughs>
2: so you're like our version of Julie. Yeah, <laughs> Julie.
3: There you go. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Sure. I'll take it. Yeah. Okay. okay. So has it? Has it become or is it becoming a career for I would, you? Yes. I mean, I t- it takes all my time like a career, but uh, I would love to make it a career, a full-time job, make money, spend money, all that. Um, but it's slowly growing in the best way. You started the blog, though, before you had kids. Right. Okay, so how has that changed things? So I have... My old blog was one name, and then I took a little break, and then I started the new one. What was your
3: old blog? Was it a raunchy name?
1: No, it wasn't raunchy, but it was very specific to my maiden name, so after I got married, I couldn't use it. So my maiden name was Bross, B-R-O-S-S, and my blog was She's the Bross. Like that. well, that's <laughs> But after I got married, it didn't make sense. Right. And so um, one of my friends who worked kind of in the industry, she did social media for celebrities and stuff. She was looking at my Pinterest following and she was like, hey, this is pretty good. If you ever wanted to do this as a job, let me know. And I, at, that was after kids. Full-time job. No, thank you. I don't have time. But then after my second kid was born, I quit my, I call it my real job. Was, that, my, was this the CPA yeah, job? I quit okay. my accounting job and um, had a little more spare time to take pictures and write and do all and that. And how old are and- your kids now? Four and two. Okay. So it was after the two-year-old okay. that I started my Stir Crazy Kitchen. Okay, because I, I
2: noticed kind of when it started, and it was like, well, this is, this is kind of a new thing. Mm-hmm. And um, so I started following you, and I just thought this was just so... It's just charming, oh, if thank you. no other word for it. I mean, there's lots of other words you could use, <laughs> but it, but it really, you bring your kids in, and and it's, it's just such a, it's, it's normal. Life, <laughs> I mean, that's the thing is that she has pictures of the kids in the bathtub and getting cooking? dirty, cooking
3: in the
1: bathtub. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You no, know, they do oh, other bathtub. things besides cooking. Oh, okay,
1: know. I see. That's up after the cooking. I see. Or you have to wash the them. Eating. Yeah. eating. Yeah. The two-year-old loves food, so yeah. it ends up all over him. So,
3: and I think we met you through class, yes. didn't
1: we? You came to one of our
3: classes and you fell in love with us. At the old cherry Street. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's true. It's true.
1: I think my husband got it for me for my birthday and I went to the old location then started bringing people. Yeah. We did a private class on yeah. the birthday yeah. that year. Exactly, um, it was yeah. so fun. It
2: was yeah. fun. Okay, so Thanksgiving's coming. Yes. That's one of the reasons why, what, among other things, why we're talking to you, but you've had some really cute ideas on your blog, on your Instagram, uh, also on um, the local TV mm-hmm. segments that you do. You you recently did some stuff about Halloween, but then I started thinking, well, I
1: wonder what she's got up her sleeve for
2: Thanksgiving. Right.
1: Um, my four-year-old has recently really been into helping me in the kitchen and he, my mom got him like a child friendly knife, and so I've my recent girl's night, he wanted to help with the cheese tray. And so I just put him at the countertop with a stool, his knife, and a ton of grapes, and I said, "Can you just cut these?" And it kept him busy for like 20 Did minutes. Did he love it? Yeah. yeah. And I thought this is genius. I yeah. have to remember. this. Yes. <laughs> You're like, "Hi, sous chef." Yeah. I didn't even use the grapes, You're but yeah. he thought he was helping. It's child labor. Yes. Like seriously, absolutely. it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> just do it.
2: And I do watching
3: like
0: washing
1: dishes
2: <laughs> now that you mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> there you <Yeah>.
1: go.
3: <laughs> but I'm sure they ask you all the time, if, "Oh, well, you know, can I help or whatever?" Yes. Right? Yes. And especially well, if the four-year-old, I guess. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like I'm like, you have to help me make them because. Yeah. <laughs> Or clean up because if when I baked with my grandma, she did all the cleanup and now I hate baking because I don't want to clean it up. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, if you wanna <laughs>
3: eat We feel that, the same way yeah. about baking Well, it's, there's a few we, reasons we, we hate we, it. Yeah, oh, that's really one a lot of those. the mess. Yeah. The clean flour
0: up. everywhere. Uh, yeah. yeah. So do you
3: find if they help you with something that like they're more likely
1: to wanna eat it? Oh, absolutely. Um, my four year old's obsessed with salt and if I let him salt <laughs> his dinner. He eats every bit of it, even if it's, like, a tablespoon of salt. But he he thinks he, like, made it better, and so then he eats And if they help chop something, they'll eat that meal. If they help roll it or put it together, I found... If they feel involved, they do eat more.
2: So, that would be like one of your suggestions that if there's some parents out there listening and they can't get their kids to eat stuff, mm-hmm. that to get them involved. Oh, absolutely. Just have them pour a bunch of salt on it.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Works for me. <laughs> so, do you have plans? Um, Thanksgiving, like with the kids, and are they going to ask to help you? Or are you going to want
1: them to help you? Well, yeah, or that, you, that holiday's a little crazy. Do you do it at your house? A large family. This year, no. So we'll be elsewhere, but I still always prepare a lot of uh, things to take, and so I really just need my time alone in the kitchen, and so I'll either set them up shop in front of the TV, or So that's my Benadryl? Husband, you give them yeah. some Benadryl? You put them in the other room, <laughs> That's what that time crib. is? No. Yeah. <laughs> night-night. Mommy's going to cook night some night. Thanksgiving yeah. food. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is fun to get them involved in the kitchen but also, I like my alone kitchen time. Yeah. So, then you can wake them up and be like, "Hey, come yeah, do the dishes." Come. <laughs> I think you're on to it's something. time. Come on, kids. This, is, this will be happening this year. <laughs> I love it. Because
2: Thanksgiving is so crazy, is there are there any little projects, even cooking or not cooking, that you are doing with the kids right now to kind of get them excited about the holiday, so that they're, I mean. My mom always put us in front of Macy's Thanksgiving Day mm-hmm. Parade, your... where we're supposed to stay there. And, Isn't ugh. it like a five-hour parade? Doesn't and it start at like six in the morning? Well, not anymore, but it, I think it did when and I was a kid. It, it, start was, early. it was early. Er, it was really early, but so that got you in the mood, huh? Oh yeah, <laughs> she'd, she'd wake me up out of a dead sleep. Uh-huh. It's time for the parade. and I you hate like, parades ugh. to this you day. Really? Oh my god, I hate parades. Because I was just parades. thinking this
1: is a great idea. I'm do it. <laughs> Well, I mean, as long as problem. you don't wake
2: your kids up no, at six never. o'clock in the morning yeah, to, to watch no, a parade. Don't wake kids up <laughs> yeah, unless it's time for yeah. dishes. But, but yeah, that's you know that's one of those. Uh, and there are in the balloons and things right now, and all that animation is so much better. And but they probably cooler. do
3: crafty
1: stuff. They probably do a little. They do a little like. I tried to get them out on a a little leaf hunt yesterday, okay. you know, to go pick up leaves and then make them into something, but it was way too cold and they gave up after five minutes, but I was mm-hmm. like, hey, A for effort, at least I tried. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's going to get warmer again, right. so, and the leaves are still falling, and, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> they will be for a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I like doing, like, nature projects. They go to a school <laughs> that only uses nature items for their crafts. Oh, that's fun. And it, So I try to do the same at home if I can. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not as strict about it, but... <laughs>
2: So we tried. So if you had, a, and I know that we've got um, get the kids involved mm-hmm. idea and tip mm-hmm. for parents. But if if that one, at, let's say they tried that and maybe it doesn't work or whatever. What's your go-to when, you know, you're sort of at your wits end?
1: Yeah, just don't stress about it. Someone told me once, like, there's two things you can't control in your kids and it's potty training and eating. So don't even try. And so now there's meals where... My kid will eat an apple for dinner, and I I feel like that's not enough, uh-huh. but I say, is that enough for you? And he says yes, and so I have to trust it, and pretty much, he's fine. Like, right. he's growing, he's healthy, so they know their little bodies better than we do, so don't try to force your salmon or your chicken in their body if they would just want an apple. I think that's a great tip. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Because I think a lot of parents get stressed
2: about the, you know, shoulds. Yeah. About raising And I do it kids. too.
1: And I have to remember, okay, he's going to be okay if he misses this one dinner. And the next breakfast, he'll eat like he's never eaten before. Right, because he's hungry. Yes. Yeah. And so, it and when they're hungry, they do eat whatever you make. <laughs> <laughs> it all balances yes. out so
3: that's the trick then
1: right you yeah. starve,
3: starve them, them. <laughs> yeah. and then you cook whatever and you then, want and they'll eat it they'll eat it and they'll be yeah. happy about it and they'll be so happy they'll wash the dishes
1: <laughs>
2: and
3: done and, and done.
1: done let me know if that works out for you
2: so fun having Daisy here. We should do that again uh, for the Thanksgiving episode. What do you think? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm sure there's lots of lots of things that we can talk about. So, yeah, let's uh, see if we can bring her back. It was a great little interview. Yeah, she's got lots of good ideas. So She does. Things we don't think of. And that's the
3: thing about brainstorming, right? You've got to get different brains together yep. and figure it out. We're yeah. all
2: in this together, guys. <laughs> so here we it go. It takes the village. It, oh okay <laughs> but thanks for listening to not a single fork with candace and natalia if you like our show and want to know more check out our website not a single you can find our show notes there and leave us a comment yeah and obviously you're
3: listening to this episode but tell all your friends and um if you guys could subscribe and leave a
2: review that's really kind of how we get our kudos so that would be awesome And soon you're going to be able to check out our membership page on Patreon, and you can still read more about that also in our show notes. So join us next time when we talk about Thanksgiving cooking and recipes, and it's the second episode. Gobble, gobble. Now stay fresh. Shopping bags. Not a single fork is made possible by the Girl Can Cook cooking studio and kitchen, where real people learn how to cook real food and have fun while they're doing it. Located in beautiful downtown Broken Arrow, Oklahoma's historic Rose District, the Girl Can Cook holds recreational cooking classes during the week and private classes and parties on the weekend. Personalized catering and wine dinners to fit almost any occasion are also available. Check out The Girl Can Cook at thegirlcancookschool.com.
0: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's.
1: Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer.
0: Don't
1: you love an extra $100 in your pocket?
2: Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax.